0: There are so many stories. And I probably was going to have a podcast where I was going to talk four or five of them. But then I actually watched Mika Brzezinski's or Brzezinski or whatever you pronounce her name. I never watched the show. So interview with Joe Biden. And it was absolutely brutal. It was really interesting. And uh, we see some chinks in the armor. Let's take, let's take that interview and let's break it down. It was a twenty-minute interview. I broke it up into eleven parts. Let's break it up and let's talk about it. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Happy Monday, and here I am, actually recording on Sunday. And here, right in front of me, is my leftist tears, hot and cold beverage container holding the elixir called Bud Light, and I decided it's I'm going to do something really different today. Uh, I am actually going to go through the Joe Biden interview. Now, there's a ton to talk about. There is, there is the tyranny that's going on throughout the country with this COVID-19 thing. Um, some uh, There's some other issues out there that Uh, Just stupid statements, a lot of stupid statements. So I'm definitely not going to do another podcast on Tuesday. Tuesday. It just takes too much time, and I'm writing a book, and I'm trying to finish that book. But what I think I am going to do is publish my YouTube Vcast video with a couple of the videos that I think are absolutely hysterical. And I I just want to get away from COVID-19 because we just seem to be hearing things every day and we never really know what's going on every day there's something brand new now we know dogs can catch it <clears throat> we know that kids might not be tra- be able to transmit kids from 10 and under may not transmit the disease to adults i we're just we're learning things about it all together there are tons of protests out there because they it's 90 degrees, it's, well, not 90, but it's mid-70s in California, and people want to go to the beach, and they're not allowed to go to beach. Today, I was told that I was going to get kicked out of a store because I didn't put my mask on right away. Luckily, it was a friend, and I had a mask in my hand. I just forgot to put it on. Um, it, it, it's just, It's just an absolute mess out there, and I think we should take a look at some things, and maybe I need to expand this a little bit. But I do have other things to do, and I, I really would like to keep this as, as simple as possible. But today, what we're going to do is Mika Brzezinski of MSNBC, who is about as left-wing as you can get, actually had an interview with Joe Biden. Joe Biden decided to actually speak about this whole Tara Reed issue, and it didn't go well. It didn't go very well at all. Some of these, some of the things he said were true, and that's a good thing. We can sit back and say, you know, Joe Biden wasn't one of those guys that actually railed uh, uh, Brett Kavanaugh like everyone else did. He really didn't, but he also did not make things better for him in this little case. We also got to wonder um, why didn't he rail Brett Kavanaugh like everybody else? Could it be that? Maybe there were skeletons in his closet. So we're going to look at this interview. And what was amazing about this interview is that Mika Brzezinski spent 20 minutes interviewing him on her own, and she railed him. This was not an easy interview for Joe Biden. If anyone believes, I don't like Mika Brzezinski. I don't. I don't like her husband, uh, Joe Scarborough. Uh, Even though Joe Scarborough used to be a Republican, I don't know what happened to him. got dumber as he got older. Um, The one thing I do respect with Mika is that she, and I'm going to say Mika because I can't pronounce her last name, is that she at least went after him. And if the Me Too movement meant anything, it still meant something to Mika. And she really did go after him. Now, we're going to talk about some, we're going to go through the entire interview, uh, most of it. Uh, I think I skipped maybe one question. Um, it's This is going to be a little longer podcast, but I think it's going to be kind of fun to actually sit back, listen to Joe, listen to how he presents himself, listen to his excuses and everything else. And then let's talk about, let's separate the BS from truth, okay? Because I think that's going to be kind of important. So let's get to it. Right off the bat uh Mika sits back and says that this interview is and by the way let's let's start with this again there are no show notes here I'm winging this If you go to dumbassestalkingpolitics.com you will see all of the stories that were supposed to be in this uh, podcast and you'll see the full 20 minute video if you'd like to watch and you want to see Sleepy Joe I don't know have two or three strokes in the middle of the interview but There, this is so. If I start saying uh and duh and all that stuff, just be aware that there are no show notes. I have no notes here. I'm making this up as I go. So, Mika Brzezinski, and we'll call her Mika because I cannot call her Brzezinski. I don't even know if that's her name. Her Scarborough is actually her last name because she married uh Joe Scarborough, but. Mika basically says that the interview is going to be broken up into two parts. The first part is going to be her interviewing him solo. And she said, this is not going to be the kind of interview you used to sing. <laughs> and it wasn't. It was not the kind of interview. After that, the interview would involve multiple people, a panel of people to interview. I don't know what happened to that. Who cares? So I, I actually picked from this part and it was really kind of brutal. Then came the first question and the first question was the opening salvo and it was brutal. She basically went in, started describing what ended up, hap- up, ended up happening and asked him about it. Now, uh, if you have kids in the car, be aware, she, this is a news story. It is rather descriptive. I did not bring any of this up. So listen up. So
1: the former Senate aide accuses you of sexual assault. And please, uh, to our viewers, please excuse the graphic nature of this, but I wanna make sure that there is no question as to what we're talking about. She says in 1993, Mr. Vice President, that you pinned her against the wall and reached under her clothing and penetrated her with your fingers. Would you please go on the record with the American people? Did you sexually assault Tara Reid?
2: No, it is not true. I'm saying unequivocally, it never, never happened. And it didn't. It never happened.
0: What is the big deal with this uh, salvo, with this uh, back and forth is not Biden's answer. It matter of fact, Biden's answer is the standard denial that any politician gives anything. And you notice it never, never, never any. And this is the whole thing you protest too much, there must be guilt. I'm not saying there's guilt. Trust me, we're going to get into that at the end. But you, one of the things I, I think this is the problem Biden has is you can't you got you got to you can't deny too strongly because it just makes you look guilty. every murderer in the world has said I never did I didn't do it. Every time I could sit back and put 50, different interviews from YouTube of criminals, and none of them say they did it. As a matter of I can't ha- it, it can happen. It never, 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 ever happened. Blah, 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 blah. So he just gives basically the standard answer. And if the interview was over at this point, uh, Biden's no worse for the wear. The question is, what's the killer here? And this is the question that... It shows that Mika is definitely not on Biden's side, and this is probably why she interviewed him first. And it's quite possible she is into this um, "me too" thing, or believe all women. The she describes the alleged assault like a prosecutor, and prosecutors do this, and they do that for a reason. They want the image of the assault in the minds of the jurors. And she did that. Biden is screwed the rest of the interview. If she had just asked him, what do you think about this sexual assault? And he said, no, it never, 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 never happened. Okay, big deal. It's not even a clip. But when she described the sexual assault, and then he says that, trust me. Most people are listening to like, he did that. They don't even think he allegedly did that. They think he did that. It's just like when you see pictures of a crime scene and you see, I always think of Jodi Arias at this time. If you don't know anything about Jodi Arias, she murdered her boyfriend, um, shot him twice, stabbed him 50 times, slit his throat. It was a horrid scene. And when people saw pictures of it, the first thing you thought, oh my God, how could she do that? She wasn't even proven guilty at that point. That's the problem with descriptions of crimes. And Mika Brzezinski already screwed Joe Biden in this interview. But it's just the beginning. Let's get to the next part.
1: Do you remember her? Do you remember any, any types of complaints that she might have made?
2: I don't remember any type of complaint she may have made. It was 27 years ago. And uh, I don't remember, nor does anyone else that I'm aware of. And uh, the fact is that I don't remember. I, I, I don't remember any complaint ever having been made.
0: Mika, whether on purpose or not, she set him up. And Biden not only stepped into the trap, he took the trap out and then set it on himself five times. Mika asked, do you remember committing a sexual assault or having a complaint? Now, here's here's what Biden said. He said he did not remember, not once, not twice, not three times, but five times he said it. Now, here's the kicker. let's just say I'm accused of rape. Do you remember a complaint ever being filed against you? Or do you remember committing a rape? Or do you remember No, I it never happened. If there's a if there is a complaint, I know nothing about it because I didn't do it. Why would there be a complaint? Biden doesn't deny he didn't do it. Biden says he doesn't remember doing it, or he doesn't remember a, a complaint being made. Here's the thing. He made himself look guilty by not specifically denying. He should have walked into that interview ready to deny, deny, deny. If he didn't do it, there's no reason not to deny, deny, deny. Now, I'm not saying he did it. Biden is not exactly a a living human being. He's actually kind of a dead person. So, Yeah, he's going to be very clumsy with his words, but these, she basically set him up to not deny what ended up happening. If he continues to deny, he probably could have had this interview cut down to five minutes. He didn't. The other thing I want to point out, the 27 years thing. It's been 27 years. Let's listen. How many times do you think that's going to come up? Okay, so let's listen to the third question.
1: Have you or your campaign, have you reached out to her?
2: No, I have not reached out to her. It's 27 years ago. This never happened. And uh, when she first made the claim, we made it clear that it never happened. And uh, that's as simple as that.
0: Okay, better but not great. And here's why it's better but not great. First off, Biden does finally say, no, it never happened. He, he said it twice, it didn't happen. But he didn't start the answer with, it didn't happen. He started the answer is, it happened 27 years ago. And by the way, that's the second time he said that. He should have started with, it didn't, why would I call her? It didn't happen. And ended the sentence. Here's something everyone needs to learn, especially if you're being interviewed whether you're being interviewed by uh, you're being interviewed for a radio show, whether you're being interviewed by a uh, bot, a potential boss, or whether you're being interviewed uh, by the police or by an attorney, don't talk. Stop talking. Answer the question. If it's a yes no question, you answer it in a yes no answer. So, for example, uh, Mika asked. Hey, uh, did you contact her? It would have been, no. Why would I contact her? We didn't do anything. And that would have been it. And he, he just doesn't know how to stop talking, which I think is the problem with politicians. Let's listen to the, uh, the fourth clip.
1: In the past 30 minutes or so, you released a statement on Medium, and among other sa- things, you, you, you write this, there's only one place a complaint of this kind could be, the National Archives. I am requesting that the secretary of state ask of the Senate, ask the archives to identify any record of the complaint she alleges she filed. If there was any such complaint, the record will be there. Are you preparing us for a complaint that might be revealed in some way? Are you confident there is nothing?
2: I'm confident there's nothing. No one ever brought it to the attention of me 27 years ago. This is any assertion at all. No one that I'm aware of in my campaign, at excuse me, my, my Senate office at the time is aware of any such uh, request and uh, uh, or any such complaint. Uh, and uh, and so the, I, 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 I'm not worried about it at all. If there is a complaint, that's where it would be, that's where it would be filed. And if it's there, Put it out but I've never seen it. No one has it I'm aware no. of.
0: Okay, this is kind of a Joe Biden screw up. There are a couple of problems with what he said about the complaint. First off, the complaint being in the National Archives, the National Archives don't actually hold any complaints. Uh, so no, it's not going to be in the National Archives. Um, there is a chance it would be at the Delaware University where his papers were stored, uh, but the it's not. Here's the thing. When you make a complaint against the senator, it is an extreme bureaucratic red tape garbage crap heat, heap. So it's very possible that this Tara Reid actually put in a... Uh, put in a complaint, never completed the complaint, and the complaint never got registered. My question is, Joe Biden, who's been a senator for about, I don't know, 10,000 years, probably should know that. What do I mean? There are actually five steps to complete a complaint against the senator. If you do not complete any of those five steps that stuff is just dropped. So in the year that Biden was supposedly accused, there were actually over 500 complaints and less than 130 got processed. That's about 20%. It just doesn't happen. There's a very good chance that nobody has this complaint because it didn't seem like this individual, Tara Reid, really wanted to complain too much with about Biden. She didn't want to go on TV. She didn't want to do a lot of that stuff. So, right off the bat, Biden is—he, you've got to wonder why he's hiding things. Hey, if you there's a complaint, look for it. I, I don't know where it is. That's it. One thing that really bothers me is the use of absolutes by, by. yeah, I would never, I would, it wouldn't it would never happen. I would, one thing that one has to, when being interviewed, and that it doesn't matter where you're interviewed, by the way, it could be a job interview, okay, you never say never. You never use absolutes to define something. This is a bad strategy. When I hear, I would never... No, Well, you know, wait a minute. How about lying? Would you lie? I would never lie. Well, then if you lied, if you're lying about never lying, doesn't that make you lie? You see the problem? Never use absolutes when you're being interviewed. Always say, yeah. Yeah, but you know, it just, this thing didn't happen. I would never rape a woman is a bad it, it's a really hard thing to fight. Like I would never rape a woman. But the reality is you have to you can't use it has to be on the individual situation. It, you can't talk in generalities, you can't talk in absolutes. It's really bad response. Bonding to people. If I was in a job interview and they said, "Have you ever jacked up a server?" I I can guarantee you, I would ne- I would not say, "I have never jacked up a server." When you sit back and you use absolutes, that's where you're going to end up in trouble, and that's where you become less believable. Let's listen to the clip number five.
1: You were unequivocal, uh, Mr. Vice President, back in 2018 during the Kavanaugh controversy and hearings. And um, you said that women should be believed. You said this, for a woman to come forward in the glaring lights of focus nationally, you've got to start off with the presumption that at least the essence of what she is talking about is real, whether or not she forgets the facts, whether or not it's been made worse or better over time. She's going to be going on national television on Sunday. Tara Reid is coming forward in the glaring lights. To use your words, should we not start off with the presumption that the essence of what she's talking about is real? She says you sexually assaulted her.
2: Look, from the very beginning, I've said believing women means taking the woman's claim seriously when she steps forward and, and then vet it. Look into it. This, this, that, that's true in this case as well. Women have a right to be heard, and the, and the press should rigorously investigate claims they make. I'll always uphold that principle. But in the end, in every case, the truth is what matters. And in this case, the truth is the claims are false.
0: Mika is using a question that has the tone of an assumptive question. What Mika said is correct. He did say that. And it's on, you can go to YouTube, type in uh, Biden on Kavanaugh hearing, and he did say what she said. But how she is crafting the question is that Biden said you need to believe all women. Biden never said you should believe all women. He never said that. He said you should presume their accusations are true. And by the way, that's not an insane comment. That's not a crazy comment. Police do it every day. But then you have to vet them. Then you have to do. Now, this is where I do agree with Mika in that he did say there should be investigations. He didn't say everything should be vetted and whatever. And by the way, Kavanaugh was already vetted. So whatever. But this is where Biden does have solid ground. He is right. His words did not hurt him in the past. He did actually take care of this. As a matter of fact, that's one of the things he said about the Anita Hill case, that it needed to be investigated. Uh, Clarence Thomas needed to be vetted. And Clarence Thomas was vetted. Of course, if you're going to be a Supreme Court justice, you've been vetted a thousand times. He was investigated. Of course, Anita Hill, I don't know what they were vetting. The gal kept getting promoted. So I'm not exactly sure how this is the same thing. But I I did think Biden did well in this question. Let's listen to the sixth clip.
1: Your Senate documents at the University of Delaware were supposed to go public and then they were resealed. The access was changed. I know that you're saying any HR complaints could be in the National Archives, but why not reveal your Senate documents that are uh, being held in Delaware? I know there's 1800 plus boxes, um, but if 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 she believes and she alleges that the complaints may be hidden there, why not strive for complete transparency? Why was the access to those documents sealed up when they were supposed to be revealed?
2: Well, they weren't supposed to be revealed. I gave them the university. The university said it's going to take them time to go through all the boxes. They said it wouldn't be, and that wouldn't be before 2020 that that occurred, or 2021. I can't remember the year they said. But look, a record like this can only be one place. It would be at the. It would not be at the University of Delaware. My archives do not contain personal files. My archives contain documents, and I said when I say personal personnel files, they don't contain any personnel files. They are public records. My speeches, my papers, my position papers, and mm-hmm. if that document existed, it would be stored in the National Archives, where documents from the office she claims to have filed her complaint with are stored. That's where they are stored. The Senate controls those archives. So I'm asking the secretary of the Senate today to identify whether any such document exists. If it does, make it public.
1: Right. But there are claims and concerns and um, reports in Business Insider. And she claims that possibly a complaint or some sort of record of this might be at the University of Delaware. So for complete transparency, uh, why not push for the release of any documents with Tara Reid's name on them, whether it's at the University of Delaware or the National Archives?
2: First of all, let's get this straight. There, is, there are no personnel documents, but you can't do that. You wouldn't. For example, if you worked with me or I worked for you and you had my my income tax returns, you had my well, whatever they're they're private documents. They're not for the. They don't they don't get put out in the public. So they're not part of the public record that, in fact, is uh, that any senator or vice president or president has in their documents if. Look, there was one place that she could file the complaint and the and that office at the time was all those records from that office are in the archives and they're controlled by the Senate. That's where personnel documents would be if they exist. That's where the complaint would be if it exists.
0: This is not a terrible question for Mika, but it is a terrible question for Biden. It, he just, he lost his stuff this time. And he's caught. I want you to notice something. Biden begins to kind of stumble his way through. His speech begins to speed up. The HR, HR does not store documents in at the National Archive. That is just not true. We know that is not true. I'm sure he's going to have a representative say that it's not true. But the question she was asking, why can't we just search all documents about Tara Reed at the University of Delaware? And by the way, HR documents, that stuff is not readily released. It's not readily released it takes almost 50 years after the person is gone basically so that stuff's not going to be released right off the bat but he refuses to release the delaware documents and there's no hr documents and delaware documents suddenly he's looking really bad well why don't you tell the delaware documents to release him you're the you're the per- no i'm i'm sorry i'm getting ahead of myself we're going to get to that this is where Biden begins to get very shaky. I'm not saying he's guilty at all. I I do not know if he's guilty or not. He may be. Maybe it could be. He's, he's, le- no, I'm going to talk about what I think later on in this. So let's move on to the seventh clip. And there are 11 clips, by the way. So get over it. <sighs>
1: Given the fact that you have said in the past that if a woman goes under the lights and talks about something like this, we have to consider that the essence of this is real. Is the essence of what she is saying is real? Why do you think she's doing this?
2: I'm not going to question her motive. I'm not going to get into that at all. I don't know why she's saying this. I don't know why after 27 years, all of a sudden this gets raised. I don't understand it. But I'm not going to go in and question her motive. I'm not going to attack her. She has a right to say whatever she wants to say, but I have a right to say, look at the facts, check it out, find out whether any of what she says is asserted or true. And based on the investigations that have taken place so far, to the best of my knowledge, by two major papers, they interviewed dozens of my staff members, not just senior staff, but staff members, I'm told, at least that's what they said, and... Nobody. This was not the atmosphere in my office at all. No one has ever said anything like this.
1: But, Mr. Vice President, as it pertained to Dr. Ford, everyone wanted uh, – high-level Democrats said she should be believed, that they believed it happened. You said if someone like Dr. Ford were to come out, the essence of what she is saying has to be believed, has to be real – no why? And no,
2: what I said it has to why be. Why is it
1: real for Dr. Ford but not for Tara Reid?
2: They're because the facts are that look, she I'm not suggesting she had no right to come forward. And I never and I'm not saying any woman they should come forward. They should be heard. And then it should be investigated. It should be investigated. And if there's anything that makes it that is consistent with what's being said, and she makes the case or the case is made, then it should be believed. But ultimately, the truth matters. The truth matters. It's period. I fought my entire life to change to change the whole notion of the law and the cultural sexual uh, around the culture around sexual assault. And I fought to strengthen and protect the process for survivors. I believe it would come a long way, and we have a long way to go in this system before we, in fact, are in a position that there's a fair and unbiased view. But uh, at the end of the day, it has to be looked at. These claims are not true. There's no cooper- I mean, they're not true.
0: Now, this is a time where both Mika and Biden look bad. Mika is manipulating his words. Biden has basically come out and said exactly what he said. Maybe he got caught on a mic saying something that was wasn't exactly. You'll notice I don't talk a lot about Kavanaugh here. It's because Biden never really condemned Kavanaugh. Biden said, "Well, you should presume you should presume that the accusations are true," and. I'm sorry I've been in I I've, I've dealt with police I know that they assume an accusation is true that doesn't bother me and Biden did say okay we should have an investigation I have no problem with that here's where Biden get but here's where Biden gets into trouble is he says that no one has ever talked about this before ever this is the problem with using absolutes that is not true. In the beginning of Biden's campaign, you had dozens of women saying they made him feel he made them feel uncomfortable. So when you sit back and say well this has never happened, that's not true. It has happened. Mika if she was going to be a real interviewer should have pointed that out right there it would have thrown him completely under the bus and why is this real for ford and not reed why is she to be believed but reed is not to be believed you know what biden could have done it would have ended any type of chance he would have had a presidency he would have said because The media was concentrating on um, uh, Ford. The media doesn't give a damn about Reed. That's what it comes down to. There is no good answer for Biden here. The only answer he could do would destroy the people that are trying to get him elected. And so this was a killer question. And I don't think Mika got it. What Mika Mika should have never asked. Well, why should we believe Ford but not Reed? You shouldn't believe Reed or Ford. You should be skeptical of them. I'm sorry. I thought Ford was a far less critical uh Christine Blazy Ford was a far less criti- uh, credible witness than uh Tara Reed. Far less critical. But You know, you guys, the media went at went at him. Oh, he's a gang rapist. He ran gang. Uh, Kavanaugh ran gang rapist rings. It was they went insane. But no one is questioning. And the problem is the problem the media has now is that uh Tara Reid is looking pretty darn credible. And, I mean, to the point that her mother was on CNN asking how she could get her daughter to be able to complain without going through the crap she's going through right now. Biden did the best he could. The only thing he could do without destroying the media was sit back and say, I didn't do it. I mean, it's not going to save him, but okay, that works. Okay, let's go to uh, the eighth clip,
1: Mr. Vice President. What else I can say to you? Well, uh, I'm going to try and ask many different ways. Uh, Stacy Abrams uh, said during the Kavanaugh hearings, "I believe women. I believe survivors of assault should be supported and their voices heard." Kirsten Gillibrand tweeted, "Do we believe women?" Do we give them the opportunity to tell their story? We must be a country that says yes every time. They now both support you. Nancy Pelosi falls into this category too, as well as many other leaders in the Democratic Party. Are women to be believed, are women to be believed unless it pertains to you? (laughs)
2: Look, women are to be believed, given the benefit of the doubt, if they come forward and say something that is that they said happened to them, they should start off with the presumption they're telling the truth. Then you have to look at the circumstances and the facts. And the facts in this case do not exist. They never happened. And there's so many inconsistencies in what has been said in this case. So you just look at the facts. And I assure you, it did not happen. Period. Period.
0: I don't think Biden is doing this on purpose. Maybe he is. But he's destroying the media. He's destroying the democratic narrative. And he's completely correct. Okay. Um, Mika just, has basically just torn apart the Me Too movement. She said, everyone's got to be believed. Yes. Which means Tara reed has got to be believed period she's what she said was true, of course, I don't believe what she said was true. I need to see some evidence. I need to see something that says it might be true. There's nothing there that says it's true, so I don't believe Tara Reed, Christine Blazy Ford said some things that were just outlandish, and we actually have people who said i don't know what she's talking about she pointed to witnesses that said they don't know they don't know what she's talking about but she had to be believed this also shows the problem with the extremes if you get anything out of this podcast this is what i want you to get because the left always uses extremes If we don't stop driving cars, we're all going to die in 10 years, eight years. If um, poor people don't, if we don't have universal basic income, we're all going to die of the coronavirus. If we don't all stay indoors until I'm assuming November 4th, when the election is over, we're all going to die. This is the problem with extremes. And this is the problem with the extremes the Democrats used when they said, believe all women. You can't believe all women. You have to be suspicious of everyone. And it goes with men too. You have to be suspicious of men. It has nothing to do with gender. People lie. You can be a man, you can be a woman. Because you have a vagina does not mean you're less susceptible to lying. It's a crazy narrative. It's the same reason why I don't believe in the climate change garbage. I don't believe in the Green New Deal garbage. It's all garbage. It's lies. Never use. Does that mean there's no climate change? Of course not. There is is climate change. Do I think we're all going to die in 10 years if we don't stop driving our cars? Absolutely not. That is the most asinine thing I've ever heard. And that's the same asinine thing I've been hearing since the 70s. This is not something that hasn't been around. Most extremes have already been debunked. Believe all women, it was debunked a long time ago. I can give you 50 cases where women screamed they were gang raped, and typically typically you've got Al Sharpton chasing them. It's just not true. And this is where Biden is correct. Biden is correct. Let's look at the facts. Now, do I think Biden did something? We're going to talk about this. This can going to be a long podcast. Sorry, guys. We're going to talk about that. Do I think he did something? I think there were a lot of things in this interview that said, um, it's possible something happened. I don't know what it is. I don't think it is something extreme enough to believe that you should drop him, but I'm not so sure he's innocent either. Do I think he did the extreme? He actually assaulted a woman? There's no evidence of that. Do I think something happened? I think there's evidence of that. I think there's questions of that. I think the credibility of Tara Reid has been raised, especially after this interview. So I'm sorry, I'm talking, I'm getting way ahead of myself. Let's go to cut nine.
1: But why is it different now? Do you regret what you said during the Kavanaugh hearings?
2: What I said during the Kavanaugh hearings was that she had a right to be heard. And the fact that she came forward, the presumption would be she's telling the truth unless it's proved she wasn't telling the truth. Are not proved, are unless it's s- clear from the facts surrounding it, it's not the truth.
1: As we... Uh, Look, this is uh, a await- very...
2: Su- I'm sorry. Go ahead. Please. No, no, that's all.
1: As right. we await for the records from the National Archives, are you absolutely certain? Are you absolutely positive there is no record of any complaint by Tara Reid against you?
2: I am absolutely positive that no one that I'm aware of ever has been made aware of any complaint, a formal complaint made by or a complaint by Tara Reid against me at the time this allegedly happened 27 years ago or until I announced for, well, I guess it was in April or May of this year. I know of no one who's aware that any complaint was made
0: what Biden said during the Kavanaugh hearings was correct. He did say that. He said that we should listen to her and she should be investigated. He never sat back. And and by the way, yeah, he did. He said, I don't believe Trump, blah, 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 whatever. That's a politician. But he did say that. He said that you shouldn't ignore her. We should investigate. He did push that. But he didn't say anything after the investigation came up with nothing. He didn't. I'm sorry. I think Biden would be the worst president in the world. I think he's going to select a vice president that's going to be a terrible human being. And Biden's going to die 15 minutes after he becomes president. And that vice president's going to become president. And I don't want that person. So that's what I think. And that's what he's pushing. But the second question is are you absolutely sure there is nothing in the archives? This is where he he throws in for the fifth time, fourth time? I don't know. I'm not even keeping track of it. Fourth time. I are you sure there's nothing no, it happened twenty seven years ago. I don't recall. They don't recall. No one recalls anything. And you can even hear Mika in the background giving that sigh. Like, oh God, he's full of crap. And here's the whole thing. (laughs) Just listen, it didn't happen. I don't know what's in there. Here's the thing. The truth shall set you free. I think Biden needs to come out, come clean. He's going to have to come clean. He's going to have to come clean eventually because he's got debates with Trump. And if you think that this coronavirus is going to stop debates with Trump and stop questions, stop town halls, stop everything to say, hey, are you just another man? Which, by the way, white men are not evil. Politicians are evil. I don't like politicians. I don't like any politicians, any, I tell you what, I'm using an extreme. That's not true, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Let's listen to clip 10. You got what I had to say about this. And, uh, my leftist tears goblet is waiting for me to have another sip of Bud Light. Let's listen to clip nine.
1: In the University of Delaware records, which have raised questions because they were supposed to be revealed to the public and then they were sealed for a longer period of time. Why not do it for both sets of records?
2: Because the material in the University of Delaware has no personnel files and it has, but it does have a lot of confidential conversations that I had with the president about a particular issue that I had with the heads of state of other places, that that would not be something that would be revealed while I was in public office or while I was seeking public office. It just stands to reason, the best of my knowledge, no one else has
1: done that either. I'm, I'm just talking about her name, not anybody else in those records. A search for that. Nothing classified you... with the president or anybody else. I'm just asking why not do a search for Tara Reid's name in the University of Delaware records.
2: Look, I mean, who, who, who does that search?
1: The University of Delaware, uh, perhaps you set up a commission that can do it. I don't know. Whatever is the fairest way to create the most transparency. Well, this is, look, Mika, she said she filed
2: a report. She has her employment records still. She said she filed a report with the only office that would have a report in the United States Senate at the time. If the report was ever filed, it was filed there. Period.
0: Interview complete. Biden's done. He blew it. This was it. Um, He couldn't answer that question. He does not want his archives searched. He doesn't want anything searched. He's confused. He's lost. He can't answer. He's stumbling. This was not a good look. Very, very bad look. Um, and Mika, you can tell she got him and she knew it. Let's listen to. I think it's a. Is this the last clip? I want to. Yes, yeah, the last. Let's listen to the last clip and then we'll get into what I think about this whole thing.
1: If you could speak directly to Tara Reid about her claims or anything, what would you say?
2: I would, this never, ever happened. I don't know what is motivating her. I don't know what, I don't know what's behind any of it, but it's irrelevant. It never happened. It never happened, period. I'm not gonna start questioning her Her. 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 her, her motive. I'm not gonna get into that. I'm not gonna start, I'm not gonna go after Tara Reid for saying these things. It's simple. What are the facts? Do any of the things she said, do they add up?
1: It never happened. Mr. Vice President.
0: And this concludes. That question was the concluding question that you can expect from the left. What would you say to her? Again, an emotional plea. Biden did not take the bait. Now, he would have been a lot better off. He didn't start stuttering through the entire thing. He he should have just sat back and said, again, too much talking. Just say, I didn't do it. That didn't happen. I wouldn't say anything to her. And here's something wild and crazy. She's a piece of garbage. If she is wrong or he is completely innocent, he didn't do that. He instead said, well, why would I, why would, uh, 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 uh Mika Brzezinski screw Joe Biden. Now, I know I'm already 50 minutes into this podcast. We're going to keep going because there's a lot more we need to talk about. And it's going to be the future of the Biden campaign of the presidency. What's going to happen? Because I think there's this, I think this interview really is going to change what happens to Joe Biden right now. And the reason I think it's going to change what happens to Joe Biden right now is who is interviewing him. This is MSNBC. You can't go further left than MSNBC. So where are we going to go from here? When I first did this podcast, I thought there were actually only, there were three questions. And then one of the questions I decided to take off the board. The first question was, is Tara Reid credible? The answer is, yeah, but it really doesn't matter. Is she credible? Is he guilty? Those are two different questions. And I want to separate those. They're credible. Maybe we should do some investigating, things like that. But that's not really an important question. There are only two questions with Joe Biden that we need to, or we're not going to find the answers to. The first question is Did Joe do it? Did Sleepy Creepy Joe do it? We're never going to know. We're not going to have any idea. Because here's the thing Tara Reid also has some things in her closet that aren't mentioned a lot. For example, she had mentioned several versions of sexual harassment. Is she credible? Not even sexual assault. The thing that Mika is talking about is sexual assault. But there was also sexual harassment involved. She was fired. There are about five or six people that have come out and said that Tara Reid talked about it. Did he... But does that mean he did it? No, not at all. Here's what I think probably happened. We're never going to know. Just like we're never going to know with Brett Kavanaugh, even though we really do know what happened with Brett Kavanaugh. The reality is is probably something kind of in the middle. He probably sexually harassed her. He probably didn't sexually assault her. And maybe I'm giving too much to Joe Biden. He just doesn't strike me as that kind of guy. I don't know. I'm not the greatest when it comes to personality. But he doesn't strike me. I think he probably did something. I think he is hiding something. If, you know, I donate my papers to a public university... I should not have a problem asking that public university to do a search on a name. You don't have to have anything from Putin or Xi or anybody or Obama, anybody, to find information. And he should have the ability to audit that information to figure out what he wants to see, or at least that his campaign do that. He doesn't want any of that. So do I think something happened? Yes, I think something happened. Do I think it was as extreme as sexual assault? I have no idea. But I definitely think it was something probably kind of in the middle. And that's an assumption. I don't know if that's true. It did happen 27 years ago, as Biden pointed out five times. But that didn't change anything for Brett Kavanaugh who Christine Blasey Ford was not credible. So I I'm tired of hearing how credible she was. She was not credible. She was completely opposite. Everything she said didn't make sense and was countered by people who she claimed were witnesses. This gal got fired, made a claim. Whether that claim was processed or not is a completely different story. Where that claim happens to be, if that claim actually exists, we don't know. Joe Biden doesn't want anyone to see anything. It's very sketchy. Everything's very sketchy. Well, they investigated... Uh, Brett Kavanaugh, because of the Christine Blasey Ford, they should investigate Joe Biden. We find out what's going to happen. And I got a feeling we're not going to find out anything because it did happen 27 years ago. But if there are any emails, if there's one mention of her, we should be able to look at that. I don't think that's a bad thing. And The second question is, what's going to happen to President Biden's candidacy? Well, here's something wild and crazy. I think that Mika basically shows how the Democrats think of Joe Biden. They don't want Joe Biden, period. Mika Brzezinski destroyed Joe Biden in that interview. And if she didn't do it, it was because he did it to himself. Joe Biden sounded very bad in that interview, and that's why I wanted to play the entire interview. Well, quite a bit of the interview. I think I got maybe three-fourths of it. He sounded really bad, and I think this is going to haunt him one way or the other. Now, it's May, so when can we have a candidate actually show up to take Joe Biden's spot? That's going to be a great question. Now, the Democrats are already pushing back the uh, convention. So maybe they'll find something else. Will it be Hillary so she can be embarrassed again? Hillary has looked terrible in the last four years. Is that someone as a Democrat you want to run? And who else are you going to run? Who else is out there? It's a very sticky situation for the Democrats. They already know they're going to lose. If they don't know, they need to look at the true polls. The true polls are the odds makers in Vegas. Right now, Biden has a 25% chance to win. That's not quite as low as Trump had in 2016, where he had a 10% chance to win. Biden has a 25% chance to win. And I think that's a stretch. I I, I don't think he has a snowball in hell's chance of winning. And the Democrats are just going to look really bad here. And the reason is simple. Because if you believed all of the accusers with Brett Kavanaugh, then you have to believe all the accusers with uh, Joe Biden, against Joe Biden. And if you don't, you look like a hypocrite. And that's already appearing. Every VP candidate who is a female, who Joe Biden said he was going to nominate, every one of them has defended Joe Biden. Yeah, you know, here's the thing. This is why you never go to extremes when you make a statement. You never say, believe all women. Because there might be that woman out there that you shouldn't be believing. I think that's one of the things I really wanted to bring up. I was hoping maybe some of the things I taught you wasn't just about news. But it was also about how to actually debate a little bit. Because Joe Biden did not look great. All he had to do was say it never happened, never happened, never happened. He did it some of the time. He didn't do it all of the time, and he got nailed for it. Okay, uh, so let's get this, and then let's bring our song of the day. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at RunninFool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. You can download or listen to his podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcasts Addict, and YouTube. If you visit my website at www.dumbassatalkingpolitics.com, you can look at some of the stories I'm going to talk about in the next couple of days. Plus, you can see the full interview with no commentary between Joe Biden and Mika uh, Brzezinski. And today I thought, I got to find the creepiest bloody song I could find because this Joe Biden is creepy. And I did find one. The police, every breath you take. This is Jean, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. <laughs>